Hey, viewers and listeners, it's Ed Fox and Nashville too. And I get two guests for the price of one. Like, I'm not paying them to be on the show and they're not paying me. But, you know, it's a saying, right? It's a saying. Don't, don't get all picky. So we're here with uh, Jacob and Joe. That's kind of handy. Two Js. Like, okay. So, guys, uh, who am I going to direct the first question to? Hit me. Hit okay. me, Ed. Hit me, baby, one more time. Okay. So, Joe, <laughs> so Joe are you from Nashville originally? I'm not. I'm from uh, Salt Lake City originally, Utah. Okay, great. So how long have you been in Nashville area? Uh, 10 years now. Oh, okay. So I'm new. Like this is my, I've done one full year in Nashville, but you know, with COVID and stuff, I haven't been able to go anywhere. Like it's been crazy. So I'm still yeah. learning about Nashville. So if I flub anything, like say something silly, you just call me on it, right? Okay. <laughs> you got but that's it. the whole point of the show. The whole point of the show is for those of us that have been here a short period of time, or maybe we've been here all of our lives. Maybe we're a unicorn. I had one of them on yesterday. He was mm. born and raised in Nashville and uh, he was giving me some good insight. So Joe, um, Whereabouts in the Nashville area do you live right now? Uh, Nolansville. Nolansville. Okay. So, yeah. so what's your favorite go-to food place out in Nolansville? Well, anyone that knows Nolansville knows that Martin's Barbecue yeah. is where it's at because that's that's where it started, as I understand, and then has grown to you know what it is today. They've got several locations. But Martin's Barbecue is my go-to. Okay. And uh, do you have a favorite coffee? Are you a coffee drinker? Is there a favorite coffee shop out there? I am not. You can't, say uh, the, you can't say the one that we all know because that doesn't count. Uh, oh, yeah, the S word. Is that what you're yeah, saying? We can't say that. No, but I am not a coffee drinker, but okay. I go to coffee a lot uh, as I try to get out and, and network and, and meet people. And so uh, when I go to coffee, even though I drink usually water or diet soda, uh, it's Mama Javis. Mama, Ma- Mama Javis? Mama Javis, right in Nolansville. Yep. Okay, so that, that'd be good. Like if somebody's living in Hendersonville or they're down in Cool Springs and they're going to be up in your neck of the woods. Yeah. Good to know a couple of those places. Okay, and Jacob, same same question for you. Uh, are you a Nashvilleian? Uh, is it Nashvilleian? Did we say Nashvilleian? Yeah, Nashville. I think Nashvilleian is what they okay. say. Yes and no. So I, um, I was born in Chattanooga, so I'm Tennessee native. Okay. Uh, born in Chattanooga and then I've lived in uh, basically Brentwood, you know, basically Nashville the last almost 15 years um before that uh in thompson station and then before that memphis and then obviously i was born in chattanooga so i've been around here you know basically my entire life so i i consider myself a nashvillian right well and it's funny i i just heard through my ears two places that i knew so like i'd heard of thomas station we were actually looking at a house down there so i'm like oh maybe i am becoming more used to it (laughs) i I have learned do not do not (laughs) drive do not drive (laughs) Anywhere in Nashville at any time, it's no. crazy. Coming no. from Wichita, Kansas, for the last thirty years, uh, Nashville reminds me of Sydney before they built more highways. It took you forever to get anywhere in Sydney. Oh wow! Um, and Nashville's about the same. Although I do find that I can get from one side of town to the other most of the time in about thirty minutes. Yeah, unless it's rush hour. So, Jacob, same question for you. Um, so, which part of town are you in now? Uh, Brentwood. Brentwood. I'm in Brentwood, okay. not far from Joe. Um, yeah. So Brentwood and Nolansville is close together. Yeah, they're pretty close. They're okay. So do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite go-to food place? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. My my wife and I, since we just had a baby, haven't gone out as recent as we should. Um, I'm trying to think, one of our go-to places. Um, where do we go a lot? I will say my parents live close to Nolansville, so Martin's Barbecue is definitely one. Um, okay. 
trying to think um, somewhere unique. What about El Tapatio, Jacob? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Spell that for me. Um, El Tapatio? So off Nolensville Road, there's a really good restaurant called El Tapatio. It's, it's a, uh, I think it's, is it, Nicar- is it Nicar- Nicaraguan? I think it's Mexican. Mexican? Hey, that Nicaraguan. It's kind of in the, it's kind of in the um, kind of Hispanic part of town over there. Um, where kind of, yes, yeah, off Nolensville Road, kind of going into Antioch, I think, um, the area. Okay. Well, here's what, here's what I'll need you to do. At the end of our show, you're going to shoot me an email with the things each of you talk about. And then we'll put them in the show notes so the people that watch the show or listen to the podcast okay. uh, can find them. Okay. Yeah. I, don't even, I don't even know what to write down. So I just write no, you're, down. You're good. No, it's okay. a good restaurant. Um, I, I, I would say, Joe, their best, their best item is their, their uh, chicken, right? They, yes. they grill the chicken and, yeah, I don't know what they put on it, but, like, it's the best chicken you, you'll ever have. So. Okay. Not well, legal, it's not legal what they put on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, guys. You work together in a business. Tell me, who wants to tell me a little bit about what it is you do and how it is you help out people and business owners in the Nashville market? Who wants to take that? Yeah, I can take that. Um, so, you know, Lendio basically is, um, at least now it's, a, you know, uh, franchises all over the United States. Um, we basically focus on um, small businesses that are having trouble receiving or finding funds, um, whether it be from banks or, or wherever else they go. Um, we kind of hit a niche where a lot of bankers and other, you know, people can't help these small businesses because um, typically banks need at least two years of business history. Um, and we hit a niche where, you know, we need roughly about six, six months of business history, and, you know, roughly $10,000 in monthly sales to really help these people to get their foot in the door and that's what we do mostly is, you know, help supporting those small businesses that are looking for funding, but really can't find it anywhere. So else. like funding for maybe equipment, equipment, payroll, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. just all be, sorts uh, of any type of funding. We, we work with over 75 different lenders, which allows us to really find the loan that they need. So whether it be equipment, you know, if they're looking for cash advance, line of credit, you know, anything like that, um, really any type of funding they're looking for, we, we have the means to um you know help them now, every step of the way this isn't one of those business where you got a couple of wise guys out the back uh <laughs> no. legs, right because no, i always no. wonder i always wonder <laughs> with these extra fin, um funding sources you know i've got multiple businesses and i've had to reach out and do funding uh some some extra funding in the banks you know the banks only want to lend you money when you don't need it mm-hmm. they don't want to lend you money when you do need it like yeah. what's the point of that so so no you guys have a pretty good rap uh, so I don't mind making fun of you a little bit, but uh, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about uh, the the sort of ideal clients that you have found um, that you've been able to help the most. Mm-hmm. John, I don't know if you want to take this one. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, and I have some. Yeah, well, to piggyback off what Jacob said and to answer your question, um, you know, there's we, we we can lend to all industry essentially in terms of small businesses, uh, and and some businesses fall in an industry industries that the banks don't look quite as favorable to that they consider a little more risky. Uh, for example, construction, um, restaurant, um, just general retail. Um, those are some of the industries that can sometimes be a little underserved in terms of access to capital through traditional channels such as, as banks. And so those are industries that we do quite well with and have multiple lenders with underwriting 
uh, criteria and models that really cater to those types of businesses where we can get them capital, um, where maybe they were told no uh, previously by, by other sources. So those are just a you know, small sample of, of, of business types that, that we can help that, um, you know, that are underserved. So Jacob had mentioned that uh, about six months of, of books and stuff. With what we've gone through the last 18 months and we're starting to climb out of, hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, you know, um, what happens with that? Because, like, if you looked at my books for the last six months or the last eight months, it's not good. I mean, if you look back before COVID, you can see what I was at. So how does that work with a business? I think that would be something that we'd be concerned about. Yeah, that's, that's an excellent question, Ed. And certainly that has had an impact. The pandemic and COVID has had a negative impact on, on many businesses. For some, as, as we're aware, it's been, you know, it's been gangbusters for them. But others, it's been the opposite, particularly, you know, food uh, service and, and those type of industries. Um, and so to your question, um, you know, we have lenders that, that can look at those types of scenarios, you know, and see, uh, okay, yeah, you had... COVID impacted your business, obviously your doors had to be closed, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, and they can look beyond the numbers. And as long as there's a rational and an explainable story and that they're seeing that there is positive outlook going forward. Yeah. And, and, and even if just the last three months, for example, show an uptick, even though the last six months might suggest a different story, you know, again, there's ways that we can um, uh, work around that and not just, you know, because that's that's uh, really the knock sometimes on, on, on traditional banks. They, they sometimes can't look past just the numbers. Um, right. Well, and, because that's their rules, right? You've got a loan right. officer. So I yeah. would imagine that you guys might get some good referrals from banks referring you business that they can't help, right? Yeah, Jacob, you want to respond to that? That's uh, He's hit the nail on the head there. No, and that's kind of our main kind of what we try to do. Um, kind of our day-to-day goal is to build part, or referral partners with as many bankers as possible because in starting, a lot of bankers, when we first meet with them, they, they originally think that we want to compete with them or we are compete competitors, but in the end, we're not. You know, we really try to help them know that, you know, we're there actually to help them, you know, can kind of go both ways where, like I said earlier, we hit a niche where bankers can't, they can't really help anyone in that. So a lot of small businesses fall through the cracks. And a lot of these people could be, you know, people who bank with them or they have deposits with them. And so we try to help the bankers save those deposits when, you know, they tell a small business that, you know, sorry, we can't help you. So we're kind of there to, you know, piggyback off the, um, the bankers and, and really, you know, support those, like uh, Joe said, um, underserved businesses so that they can be, so that they can get the funding they need. And then, you know, within a year or two, they can go back to their bank and they qualify for a, a lead with, or um, they qualify legal. for a loan. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they can be legal at that point. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, they qualify um, for one of the bank's loans necessarily. Yeah, just yeah. just right. to be clear, we're not doing illegal loans here. No. <laughs> I, That's okay. I, didn't, I, I almost said lead, not legal. But, oh, oh lead. Gotcha. Yeah. So, well, the, the thing that I think sometimes as a business owner, it gets a little tough because we've we've run across these people that have screwed us over maybe a couple of times. We get a little gun shy. We're not quite sure whether, you know, 
are these guys as good as what they, you know, what they seem. And so it's great. I think, um, you know, I've known Joe for a while because of, because of the networking group we're in, but um, Jacob, you and I are meeting probably for the first time, I think. I've visited his group before. Right. So, but the, the fact is you guys are in, you make money from helping other people. If you made money from screwing people over, you wouldn't be in business. Right. I mean, and that's, that's really, man, I, I'm pretty much blunt and to the point, you know, I'm looking to promote and to talk about people that help other people. And that's what, that's why I wanted you guys on the show. Cause I really feel that you bring a certain uh, ability to help other businesses, but you're not some like, you know, loan shark or something that they might be dealing with, you know, or some of these things that are out there, hawk my Rolex, you know, not that I have a Rolex, but you know, hawk the Rolex at the, at the, um, the pawn shop so I can get enough money to pay payroll, right? Um, you guys are the real deal. So, okay, so let's move away a little bit about that, um, a little bit from, oh, before we move away from that, what's the best way for somebody to reach out to you guys? And I think you said it, it's a franchise. So are you guys franchisees or how's that work? Joe? Yeah, so we are franchisees, correct. Uh, Lendio Corporate, uh, based out of uh, Lehigh, Utah, um, is, is, the, is the corporation. Um, I purchased uh, the Nashville franchise back in 2017, um, and Jacob joined uh, my team here earlier this year. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's essentially our, our structure. Uh, in terms of the best way to, to reach us, um, you can just Google Lendio Nashville and, uh, the first result on the right should be our business page that can take you right to our site learn a little bit more about us. And, uh, there's a, a link to apply. Um, so that would probably be the quickest and easiest way to, to reach out. You know, the hard part about interviewing people is you want to jump in there and over talk them. That works when you're face to face. Doesn't really work on zoom. You know, <laughs> I got to get better at that. So like, I want to cut it off and another question. Uh, uh, can you, uh, can you spell it for me, please? Yeah, yeah Lendio is... Don't be smart. Don't say IT. That's what my dad would do. My, his dad joke game is strong. So how yeah. do you spell Lendio? Is it... Yeah, Lendio. Uh, it's L-E-N-D-I-O. Oh, okay. almost like the It's almost like the Spanish pronunciation of the word. Uh, but yeah, Lendio. Okay. Well, good. I, even even an Australian can spell that. You know, I say I'm <laughs> by birth, American by choice. So, uh, you know, um, I, I love the attitude. I love the vibrancy of Nashville, which is why I decided to do this show. And I love how good Nash, Nashvillians, that sounds like evil, like Nashvillians, <laughs> Nashville folks, how about that, um, are good at networking. It's all about networking in this town. It's about building those networks and contacts and how we can help other people. So, Jacob, you've got a you've got a new baby at home. Is that what you were saying? I do. Yeah, he he just turned three months. So at the end of this month, he'll turn four months on the 25th. Okay. Well, let's test you out. Uh, show us your dad joke game. You you don't have long before you're going to need those dad jokes. I don't know. You put me on the spot. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, that, that's normally what happens. You know, it's not always that you – my dad actually used to work his way around town and drive past the cemetery just so he could say, hey, that's the dead center of town. <laughs> you know, so you can't pre-plan a lot of dad jokes. I was, I was sitting at a hotel one day. And I'd just gotten the continental breakfast, had this big blueberry muffin. 
And my kids come up to me and said, hey, well, dad, what are you doing? I look at the muffin. I look at them. I look at the muffin. I look at them. I say, muffin. Mm. I'll, I'll try I'll try and slip one in if I, if I get a chance. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not giving you too much it, time to think about it. Joe, now, do you have kids? I do. Okay. So your dad joke game must be strong. Um, nowhere near your level, Ed. Uh, <laughs> the, the, my go-to is I do have a good knock-knock joke. Okay. Uh, knock-knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock-knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock-knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't say banana. Okay, so that's that's kind of my go-to. Makes you laugh. Uh, my favorite <laughs> joke is uh, uh, knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, I've heard that one. That's a good one. We've, we've, we've <laughs> lost all the three viewers that we had. Now. So, uh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll get them back. Okay, Jacob, come on, dude. Okay, that's a, <laughs> he's got nothing. We got to send him to the school. Of, we got to send him to the school of dad jokes. You do, you do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, actually, I'm not I just level. I just heard they were building a new restaurant on the moon. I'm thinking, well, the scenery will be great, the views will be awesome, but the atmosphere it won't have any. <laughs> that's what I've got. So you know, I, I tell my dad jokes, and uh, you know, sometimes he even laughs. You know, that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what are you doing for sports when you guys aren't working? What do you do in the community? Do, do you do you have mentoring programs that you do? Do you have any volunteering stuff that you like to talk about? Any nonprofits you want to cover? Uh, any sports that you do? Are you ultimate disc golf people? Ultimate <laughs> disc golf? I don't something like that. Yeah, <laughs> well, Joe's, Joe's, Joe's pretty golf. big into uh, some sports. <laughs> Well, I like to uh, I like to cycle, uh, road bike, Ed. Um, I, I go out with a, a crew pretty regularly and and uh, do that out in the on Nashville country. roads. On Nashville roads, <laughs> we we are strategic, Ed, on where we cycle. We okay. do it on we do it early morning, number one, and number two, we're out on uh, country roads that aren't uh, heavily traveled. So. Wow. Uh, you're correct. If we were in urban Nashville cycling, uh, we would be dead pretty soon. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, you know, I'm, I, I'm not really into fitness unless it's fitness donut in my mouth. I mean, when I go to the gym, uh, the way I work out is do diddly squats. That's all yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, sit in the, I sit in the lobby and drink a cup of coffee. That's about it. Yeah. But Okay. Yeah. And Jacob, uh, with a young baby, uh, you've gotten pretty good at changing diapers, I would imagine. Yeah, no, that's my sport. No, um, <laughs> no I would say during the week, not a whole lot. We mostly are at home, but on the, on Fridays, um, for our church, um, my wife and I, um, so at, at church, we have a young men and young women's groups on Fridays, um, over in that area where we were talking about earlier, kind of Nolensville Road, Antioch area is where we attend church. Um, and I am one of the, um, advisors for the young men. And so we help, you know, them just to, they come and meet on Fridays and we do activities. We play squash soccer, um, we kind of teach them life skills like last week. And, and they're like, they're between 12 and 18. Um, and so we just help them with life skills, you know, sports, get to be, become friends, learn about the gospel. Um, and, and what then, church is that? If, if somebody was watching and maybe was close by and they wanted to bring their 
uh, their uh, guys and gals to that? Where, where would they go? Yeah, it's uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, in Nolensville off Haywood Lane. Um, actually, the same, like, at the bottom of the street, you'll find El Tapatio. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's all right there. <laughs> nice spot. I mean, maybe what they need, they need somebody like me or Joe that knows networking to come and teach them how to be effective networkers. Because yeah, yeah, as they get older, as they get older, it's all about networking. So that, that's... Yeah, it is. So, uh, what else? What are some hidden things? If, you know, if I'm coming to Nashville or maybe I've lived on one side of town all my life and I don't know about the other side of town, what's some hidden gems around Nashville that you could talk about? Hmm. Jacob, anything that come to mind? Uh, um, time, he, seems to, he seems to take a little bit of time to like think through his answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? I don't know. I, I, I don't get out as much as I probably should, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, but it's been 10 years. I mean, okay. Like one of the things I like is I, there's normally a good movie theater in town yeah. that you love going to. And there's normally a crappy one that you're like, oh, I'll only go there if it's the only place that's showing. That's how it used to be in, uh, I, I guess you'd say Antioch Smyrna area. They, have, they used to have the Dollar Theater, which they just upgraded to an AMC, which is now really nice. But the one that my family likes to go to is the, the Thoroughbred in Cool Springs. Um, that one's with the dine-in. You can dine-in when you watch yeah. it, which is pretty fancy. Or you're watching the movie, they'll bring food. Yeah, to you can bring your, yeah. bring your food, which is really awesome. But I, I think one thing that my family likes, <clears throat> we like um, some, some fairly outdoorsy stuff. So my family during the summer, we like to boat a lot. So we're at Percy Priest Lake a lot, um, which is kind of headed toward. That's also kind of like the Antioch, Antioch area. Yeah. yeah. Right. I seem to be out in Antioch a lot, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then another place we like to go are a lot of the waterfalls. They're not necessarily in Nashville, but they're, you know, in yeah. Middle Tennessee, there's like Cumberland Falls. Um, then you can hike like the Fiery Gizzard, um, which you can, I think like a mile or two in, you get some like waterfalls. This is more like, you know, outdoorsy stuff where you can go and swim um, and it's just fun family activities. So. Right. Yeah. So like one of my, uh, I like to eat go figure right um i found a colton steakhouse now I, I know there's colton steakhouses in different parts of the country but there's not a lot around nashville but there's one in dixon and so it's a it's a little drive right you know it's about 40 minutes but um man it's always packed the food's always good like i like those onion straw thingies that they do mm -hmm. dip them in a bit of ranch or a bit of barbecue sauce so i i drive out to dixon occasionally to go um go to the Colton Steakhouse out there and then if I'm if I'm too lazy and you know I was born lazy and recently had a relapse but um I'll go to the Santa Fe Trail Steakhouse but I don't know where that is like I, I know how to get to it and I know like I get confused with like bloody old Hickory Boulevard like it, it circles <laughs> the whole city I'm like I get lost all the time uh, but I think this is down near Grand Old uh like the Grand Old Opry or uh -huh. however you say that uh I'm not you know, obviously, as an Australian, I am a true southerner, southern hemisphere. And you got all. the lingo down, <laughs> Grand Ole Opry, that's what it's Grand called. Grand Ole Opry, okay, job. great. You know, all, I know, all I know is Minnie Pearl. I listened to, used to listen to her old shows on, on YouTube. Um, but uh, but the Santa Fe Steakhouse, they're, um, they're pretty cool. And the prices, like, it's like, it's 20 years ago prices. Like, you can get a decent steak and a decent feed for 12 bucks, 15 bucks. Like, who does that? So, uh, so those are my two places is both happen to be steakhouses. I, I wonder why I like the meat. What can I say? You know, uh, even an Arby's will do occasionally, but you know, 
where's the meat? Anyway, that's mm-hmm. their that's their thing right now. What about you, uh, Joe? What are you guys? What are you doing for fun? Yeah, I mean, uh, as far as restaurants, one of our favorites is actually a chain, but um, there's only a couple of them in town. Uh, it's Chewy's Mexican food. Oh, yeah. they put a new one in Brentwood. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I got introduced to Chewy's uh, the first week I was down here. Yeah. Uh, that that yeah. bar that you can like just keep going back to that's pretty yes. good. Yeah, good good Tex-Mex food. Very the the um, the jalapeno uh, ranch sauce is uh, yeah, amazing. Creamy jalapeno dip. Yes, thank you, creamy jalapeno. Okay, um, and then a unique uh, little known spot for the outdoorsy people. Uh, there is the awesome private cave, uh, not far from Nolensville, just south of Nolensville. I'm sorry, I got this printer going on for some reason in the background. Um, called Snail Shell Cave. Oh, I've heard about that. I haven't been yet. Yeah, it is a private cave. So you have to reach out to the owner. Just Google Snail Shell Cave and reach out to the, you know, the ownership of the cave. But and essentially you have to, you know, get a permit to go in it. Um, but it is a unique cave where you can either it had the opening has a left uh left option and a right option. And if you go left, you got to be in full-blown uh, wetsuit because uh, you are going to be swimming up the cave. Um, it's wall-to-wall water. Um, and you literally just kind of, you know, wade your way uh, up the cave uh, into some other really cool, uh, you know, cave features. And then if you go right, it's more of your traditional cave experience where you can, you know, navigate on rocks and see lots of cool formations. But that is a, that's probably one of the more unique things I've done uh, since living here that uh, really enjoyed. Right. And that's one of the things, you know, I, I was born and raised in Australia, lived there till I was 22. I had to learn more about Australia when I came over here because everybody had asked questions. Yeah. This is before the internet, right? Like 1989, 1990. Um, you know, we still used our world book encyclopedias. <laughs> right. So it's a, it's a while ago. Um, but uh, so it's that's how we find out about these little unique experiences is, is talking to people. Right. And so I appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, guys, any last thoughts on business? Any last you know, what are you listening to? What are you reading? Uh, any business tips? Any more tips about getting the most out of Nashville, the Nashville experience? The, the floor is yours is what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, well, I would say, you know, and you hit on it earlier, but, you know, really Nashville is a great town to just get out and rub shoulders and meet people and network more so than anywhere I've lived before. It truly is, you know, that, that, you know, a handshake uh, is, is worth uh, a lot in this, in this town. And so I would encourage anyone in terms of small businesses and, and those that are trying to grow their, their brand and, and grow their business you know, get out uh, in the community and, and get out and network, um, uh, you know, because this is just a great town for it and people respond uh, very favorable to it, where in, in some markets and some cities, it doesn't work, honestly. Right. Um, um, and, and so, um, you know, that, that would be my, that would be my two cents on, on business. And I'm very optimistic on, on the outlook uh, for Nashville you know, obviously we're coming out of some, uh, some pretty tough times with the pandemic, but very, very excited about what's going on in Nashville and, and have nothing but optimism and, and uh, you know, confidence in a very bright future uh, for, you know, for business and small businesses in particular. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, um, I think it's about attitude. And I think 
Tennessee, whether you're an implant into Tennessee or whether you've been here all your life, they have that frontier pioneering attitude that nothing's going to keep them down. And uh, that's, uh, you know, I, I'm getting chills just talking about it. But that's one of the things that I love about the Nashville area. Um, business owners are positive. They're saying, look, whatever gets in our way, don't matter. We're going to take, you know, knock it out of the way and we're going to keep moving forward. And, and that's, that's really important to me that I want to be around that community and that network of people um, that, that is, has that mindset. Uh, what about for yourself, Jacob? Anything that you'd like to add? Um, no, I think just to piggyback off what Joe said about, you know, networking and, and shaking hands, uh, I just wanted to say that we, we are having a, a networking event on Tuesday um, that we're putting together, CrowdPitch. It's an interesting uh, uh, networking event. It's kind of like a twist where we'll have some uh, Shark Tank type um, contestants there where they'll present some small business, will present, we'll have some panelists some who are some bankers who will basically judge these uh, small businesses and, and you know it's a good way to learn about lending and also to come in network so yeah some good food too good food too so free food they have to yeah. Buy the food yeah so i can definitely um send it's over a the 15 dollar ticket or something right 15 dollars uh, yeah we were yeah we were doing uh for we your listeners ed we have a promo code oh yeah. they can get in for well, free free yeah. lunch hang on a second this probably won't air <laughs> oh Okay, Darn it. <laughs> so it's probably not going to go out by tu- before Tuesday, yeah, yeah. which is Tuesday. What's but you you do this yearly, right? Uh, well, we're actually going to start doing them quarterly, hopefully. Okay. And so we will hopefully once we finish this one, hopefully start playing another one within the next month or so. Um, okay. so it will start to be a more frequent thing, just because of COVID, it kind of killed it. And you know, because I know Joe's done too. Um, this is the first one that I'm you know hosting and you know for Lendio for a franchise. Um, but either way, um, we will be having lots of them. Okay, so. so so guys, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, and I don't know the details of how it works. Joe, you and I talked about it a little bit during our last one-to-one, I think. Um, but I, that would be great information for you to shoot in the email so I can put okay. in the show notes yeah. so that they can look at that moving forward. Who knows? Somebody might not watch this for a year. You know, be yeah. their loss. Yeah. Be their loss. Like, they should be watching it. But um, exactly. okay. So, uh, so well, I'm excited to have had you guys on the show. I, um, you know, I'll endorse you. I, I think that you've got a great attitude. I think that you're honest, you have integrity, and that to me is, is above anything else. And really, when we are sucking at finding the funding that we need, we need guys like you that have integrity that we can know and trust and, and go and hopefully look at different options. And you guys have so many lenders that you can reach out to that it, it's just a it's just a great way. It's a one stop shop to try and get the help that I need as a business owner. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. Okay, um, thanks for being on the show. Hang around a second. We'll finish up the recording. Have a great day, and make sure to check us out Nashville2.com or YouTube. Thanks. <laughs>